Hello, Brenna. Hello, Maureen. Oh no, my dog's coming in here breathing so, so heavy. <laughs> He's just been through some activities. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry if you hear him. Well, hi there, Emberheart. Hello, Tangletongue. Are you ready? No. Are you ready for our last book in the first series? I don't... I don't think... Like, that feels weird. Right? Like, I can't believe... Honestly, I can't believe we made it. <laughs> and let me emphasize end of first series for right, anybody right. worried that this will be the end of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Far from it. We have barely broken the surface of the Warrior Cat series. <laughs> There's so much. There's so much to be explored. So much I don't know. So many... uh opinions i don't have yet so many clueless <laughs> predictions i have not yet made oh uh, get ready to have those opinions uh-oh what is this one called so we'll be starting book six actually 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 what before you tell me oh i'm Emberheart. and i'm Tangletongue. and this is warrior cats what is that This is book six, The Darkest Hour. Uh, who turned off all the lights? Can I actually send you a picture of the the cover? Because the cover's pretty dope. Sure. There's the cover. I am scrolling to it. Whoa. Yeah, isn't it dope? What? I will put I will put the cover on Twitter when this episode is released, but it's it's Firestar drinking some water. And like a lion is staring at him. Well, it's a real Simba moment right here. I would say it is two cats, one large, one small, both wild cats eating a celestial pizza. As their friends watch because they're doing this on TV. Yes. It's, okay, wait, when was this book published? Um, that's a good question. Let me... Because something about this cover design reads very, um... 80s fantasy which it definitely not yeah i know but like something about this like looks like that like if you go to you know a, a like a, a a thrift store or you know an antique store and you look at the 80s novellas they usually look like this it was published in october 2004 but with more wizards 2004 man how old were you in 2004 um let me think i was eight i was nine you just wanted me to do the math well, no, I, I, it's very easy for me to do the math because you just add five to whatever year comes after 2000. That's fair. <laughs> the same for you. You just add four. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was eight. What a great time. I was not reading this book, though. What a shame. So it wasn't the best time. No, obviously not the best time, but I didn't have as much homework. So it's <laughs> true. I don't have any homework right now. I'm a graduate. I mean, same, but now I have a job, so I mean... I don't. Well, I do. (laughs) Hi, guys. I got laid off. Um, (laughs) We Okay, I actually don't want to talk about that. Let's move on. Okay, well, I have some info about the book. This one was written by Cherith Baldry. What? No, I'm covering my ears. This is written by Aaron Hunter. (laughs) How dare you? It's written by the Cherith. Aaron. 
It was, okay, is she... She? She, yeah. Is she a respected one of the many errands? Yes, yes. Um, She also, in this series, she wrote The Forest of Secrets and A Dangerous Path, which is the book we just finished. Oh, so consistent. My favorite book. So, I, yeah. Okay, I'm not an author, um, but I can't imagine, like... So that she basically took it from the the first two books and like finished the story. Um no, uh, uh, Kate did the fourth book. No, Cherith did three, five, and six. I just feel like it would be weird to like write a story and then have someone else take up the mantle. I wonder. There must be like sort of an outline right oh yeah vicky did the outline and everything okay. so everything was mapped out who do you think came up with the aaron hunter name um they all did i believe is this a group um, of women writers yeah <gasps> okay my one of my favorite groups of like my books growing up was anything done by clamp or c-l-a-m-p uh c-l-a-m-p um their group of yeah you know Japanese manga uh, manga artists and writers. Mm-hmm. They did stuff like um, Cardcaptor Sakura and Wish, um, which was a lot for someone. It was like I was reading that really young. <laughs> um, sorry, but I like that. I like a group of women getting together and doing no, uh, stuff. No, the story. So um, they wanted their surname to begin with an H, I, or K, so that they could be close to the Redwall series since that was another animal fantasy series, so they wanted to be there. That is more, like, market-minded than I ever thought. I was thinking, like, oh, like, Hunter, it's in the wild, so... I'm glad that they picked Yeah, well, Hunter. then they, they... Well, they had three letters to choose from, and they went Hunter because of their ferocious cats. <laughs> okay, and then Aaron because it could be a boy or a girl's name? Uh, no, it's the female spelling of Aaron. There's two different spellings. There's a male spelling and a female spelling. I feel like I see people um, use it interchangeably because, you know, gender's made up. Usually, usually they're you don't different. See, you don't see the A with girls. No. You do so- And some... you don't really see- I've never seen the E with boys. I but guess I haven't- You do you. Yeah, I guess I haven't either, but I, I feel like it's- That's like all, like, gender-neutral names. Yeah. But, um, no, Vicky said she just really liked the name Aaron and that it had the right Celtic, uh, sort of ring to it that she imagined for the author's personality. So not only did they make up this whole world, but they also made up this supposed fantasy writer. But in reality, it was these three, uh, talented women. Yes. Who have some, I will say some, they, they don't handle some topics well. No, but that can be said about most people. Right. We don't have to forgive them, but we can't acknowledge it. Fun fact about Cherith is that this was her favorite book to write, um, or at least one of her favorites. And a fun fact, she has two cats named Bramble and Sorrel, which are named after who we now, right now, know as Bramblepaw and Sorrel Kit. Wait, who's Sorrel Kit? She's, um, one of Willow Pelt's kits. They're pretty young. I've literally, I don't... But, yeah, but I've heard... We might... I might not have ever mentioned her name yet. Probably not, because I feel like I would remember something like Sorrel. How is that spelled? S-O-R-R-E-L? What does it mean? Um, it's like a... It's like a, um... It's an herb? Oh, 
Okay. It's like a plant. Spinach dock, narrow leaf dock. Yeah, it's like a little plant. Oh, yeah, just little green. looks like spinach. Yeah, so. It's in Vietnamese cuisine. Yeah. And there are 30 chapters in this book, just so you know. So there when was, I say yeah. chapter names, you know where we're at. Right. <laughs> I feel like there was 30 chapters in the last, like, last all of them. <laughs> wow, that was so. that was more of a deep dive into the lore than we're used to, folks. Let's. Uh, yeah, I thought it'd be fun. It is kind of fun. Let's. Um, but you are trying to uh, cramp on my style a little bit. I'm the one who. I mean, these the are facts. just book facts. Sure, these are book sure, facts. Sure, but like, <laughs> there's so little that I bring, and you take this from me. <laughs> I'm not taking anything. I am so I have I only have the fact that I Google right before and sometimes during the show and <laughs> I have to scroll through all the articles I've already read through. God forbid yes. I ever refresh my history. God forbid. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's uh let's get into the darkest hour. Who who, who turned Are off you... all the lights? That is how I'm going to say it every time. God bless. You're welcome. That's Tinkle Tongue Promise. Are you ready for the prologue? Oh, God. Oh, gee, I, I forget. I don't know why I forget this happens every time, and I don't know why I I do like it, but it's just exhausting because it's, it's going to be, like, indicative of something very important, but I'm too dumb-dumb to understand. Yeah, you have to use a lot of mind power yeah, for a lot the prologues. Yeah, a lot of mind power for this series aimed at 12 to 15-year-olds who do have a lot of mind power but i feel like i should outpace another 20 year old woman but you know beggar here we are here we are here we are today late on me there are two cats walking through the city both alike and it's raining wait in a city yep in the city wait oh okay two leg place what the heck are they doing there go on it's actually boulder from shadow clan and he is leading tiger star somewhere there's a dude just named Boulder? Yes, he uh, joined the clan as a rogue. Oh. And kept his name. Hey, I'm Boulder. We'll learn about him more in Yellowfang's secret. Okay. But Tigerstar is with them, and he's irritated by how long it's taking them to get to their destination. I just want to kidnap my kids. Yeah, well, Tigerstar hates Two Leg Place, everything about it. But most of all, he hates that he couldn't survive here without a guide. This is really weird for a prologue. He feels deaf, blind, and lame, depending on Boulder, as if he was a kid following his mother. This isn't this isn't a dream, right? No. Okay. This is from Tiger Star's point of view. Okay, I'm so used to it being a um a prolific dream that I was really thrown <laughs> by it being an <laughs> actual thing that's happening to just No, the a- prologues have all been actual things. Yeah, but they're usually like a mysterious, like, in the rain and shadows, they're hiding away <laughs> from the monsters outside. I mean, throughout this whole thing, they are, like, vague about who it is, but it's, like, super obvious about who it is. Everyone knew who Boulder was? Would I know who? Okay, well, maybe not Boulder, okay. but they don't They don't mention Tiger Star for a while. I do like that Tiger. I'll, I'll let you know when they finally do the name reveal. Oh, okay. I do like that Tiger Star, um feels bad he should he should always feel like a poopy pants not really a poopy pants just useless but um this is gonna be worth it he had already set up the dog attack 
so no cat would know that he had lured and guided them every step of the way. Oh, this is so right this after. Is, yeah. Wait. This was, he was before. There. Oh. No, this was before. So if this expedition goes according to plan, he would have everything he had ever wanted. Are they like, are, are they, what are they getting? Like catnip? <laughs> like what do they need in a two-leg place? Boulder leads him to an alley. It smells of rotting food. He tells him this is the place. And to remember, they are meeting a cat here that holds command over many. They must treat him with respect. They're meeting a gang leader? <laughs> this stuff extends into the the two-like place? Is he? Okay, but uh, right before you said that, I was like, oh, maybe they're getting the rotting meat. But no. No. Well, Tiger Star asks Boulder if he's forgotten who he is. Shut and Boulder up. says no, Tiger Star. Tiger Star. But he's not clan leader here. And this was, like, the big name reveal. Like, Tiger Star. Yeah. Even though, like, as soon as it mentions the dog plan, you know it's Tiger Star. Right. It's kind of a needless, dramatic name drop. Yeah, but it, it's a, at least it's a confirmation. Because you kind of have, like, the, oh, I know who it is now. You know, I kind of get what they're doing. <laughs> yes. It's like, okay, okay. I kind of get it. You like It's like when you, like, in a movie, like, you know it's a bad guy. Because they're hanging out with one of the bad guy cronies. But like it could be Josh or Jason, so but then they're like, but then they're like they're like oh he's talking about killing Josh's girlfriend, so it's probably Josh, and you're like oh yeah it's Josh, okay. But like you have that vindication. I think it was a little too obvious for that, but I'll respect yeah. that. I, uh, I don't like that there's already story parts of wheeling and dealing. I don't, I don't know what to think. A large black and white cat stops them and tells them to identify themselves. I'm a cop cat. <laughs> Boulder greets him as Bone and asks if he remembers him. How do these cats... Hi, I'm Bone. Hi, I'm Stone. Hi, I'm Brick. I'm, I'm Jolly Boy. Like, So Bone asks if he's coming back. If he's come back. Because Boulder had said he was going to go find a better life in the forest. So what is he doing here? We shipping them? If you'd like. Bone and Boulder. Everyone, make it happen. <laughs> So Boulder holds his ground as Bone steps closer and tells him that they want to see Scourge. Scourge? Scourge. (laughs) Bone snorts. He doesn't imagine Scourge will want to see him. Where's Plague? Where's Death? Oh, are these goth cats? Is he taking him to a goth club? (laughs) Pretty much. Oh my god, these city cats are cool. I want to go to the hippie ones and meet Sunlight and air (laughs) (laughs) well bone also asks who's with him and tiger star introduces himself who's that he comes from the forest to speak with his leader (laughs) he looks evil he's described to be very handsome no that's what i was saying you've told me many you've told me you've, you've told me that he's super handsome and that's the only reason why golden flower would ever settle for such a garbage thing I mean, she, to be fair, she did not know. No. I mean, his uh, his manga would uh, show otherwise. He's a pretty ugly cat in that. <laughs> but uh, I digress. Yeah. Bone asks what he wants with his leader. And Tiger Star said he'll discuss that with him. They have not leaders, his border too? patrol. Border patrol? Whoa, there's yeah. like... Okay, so... Well, no, Tiger Star is using Border Patrol oh, as a okay. term. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, what? This... I, I got real... I was like, I thought that this entire, no. like, system structure was only for the crazy cult cats. Because if you think about it, 
Yeah, no, these ones have a leader. They don't have any of the other stuff. I was thinking um, about but... this. Technically, they're a theocracy. Because the I guess, only yeah. people in the clans who have power, the medicine cat and the um, the leader, they're ones who have connection to their gods, basically. Yeah. So. All right, well, Bone bristled. But Boulder insists that he needs to hear this. So Bone steps aside. Why did they both start with bees? I don't know why. That just make it bone bristled and bone boinked. Like, <laughs> well, Tiger Star takes the lead now, walking past skinny cats lining the alley in piles of trash, and he comes to the end of the alley, looking for a cat more massive than Bone. <gasps> Is he like really fat? So he didn't pay attention to the small black cat in the doorway. Boulder nudges him and gestures to the black cat and tells him that's Scourge. In the city, you gotta be slick. You gotta be skinny and fast. That's Scourge? Tigerstar asks in disbelief. He's no bigger than an apprentice. Tigerstar, shut up. Boulder shushes him, panicking, and he tells (laughs) Tigerstar that it may not be a clan as he knows it, but these cats would kill if Scourge ordered them to. That cat's the only cat who's ever learned how to use a knife. You don't want to <laughs> deal with him. That cat has a gun. <laughs> Wait, is Britain? They don't have guns. Um, well, no, they wouldn't. I don't think I should tell you what he does have yet. He does have a knife? No, he's got a collar. Oh! <gasps> And in his collar, it's has a knife. Dog teeth pushed through it. He's got oh. dog teeth in his collar. That's about as close as a knife a cat's gonna get. He's like kitted out. He's like, um, whenever in a cartoon they race against, they like for some reason do like a go kart episode, and the enemy bad guy always has spikes on their wheels. He's the kid <laughs> with spikes on their wheels. Yes, he is. This is a goth nightclub. Yeah. Because <laughs> he has a spiked collar. Oh my god. This actually might be the 80s. Well, Scourge speaks, his voice high-pitched and brittle. We have visitors. Oh, my name is Scourge. I am sneaky and sharp. He wasn't expecting to see Boulder. He'd heard he'd gone to live in the forest. I thought you left your boyfriend. Bone. <laughs> he asks if he's come crawling back. Does he expect Scourge to welcome him? I won't. I'm a sneaky man. Boulder says no. It's a good life in the forest. Plenty of prey, no two legs. Scourge cuts him off. A lot of more political intrigue. (laughs) Squirrels live in trees, not cats. So what do they want? (laughs) Tiger Star steps forward and introduces himself as the leader of Shadow Hello, I am Mr. Silly Name, leader of Silly Place. You must recognize it. And he has a proposition for Scourge. Uh Dun dun dun. Chapter one. (gasps) Okay, can I just say, and maybe it's just the silly uh, witch voice I've given him. I adore Scourge. I love that this little, little, like, little rat of a cat is like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the boss. He definitely probably has used a knife. You know who it makes me think of? It makes me think of the lead in Felidae. The lead? Because he's a skinny black cat. No, this is a tiny black cat. Oh, he's like two... Is he a baby? (laughs) He's like the size of a baby. Oh, you know... But no, he's not a baby. The smaller the cat, the more underdeveloped the cat, the evil they are. I can prove that with my uh, 
rest her soul, late Chica, my previous cat, she, <laughs> she was a killer. She, we had a mouse problem for like one month and then after Chica met, showed up, it, we didn't, we no longer had a mouse problem. We did have a serial killer cat problem. Yeah. She didn't kill them, I, she eviscerated them. <laughs> and left them in your bedroom. No, I, you know what, I, I feel like the experience of stepping on mouse, uh, like organs with your big toe with bare feet is something that a person should never go through. But I have because she would leave them for me right outside my door. And you'll never forget. I won't. I was very grateful. Thank you, Chica. Rest your soul. Her legacy. Her legacy. All right. Are you ready for sad town again? I'm ready for sad town. Sad town. Sad town. Otherwise known as Thunderclan. Well, Fireheart is carrying Blue Star back to camp. God. Oh my god, I remember. Did you already forget she no, died? No, no, I remembered. I just repressed it. Oh. <sighs> I've had so many sad things happen in my life. I had to take her pin down from my workstation because I got laid off. And now you're. Oh no. And now you're. Yeah, I have her. I have it like packed up with the rest of my stuff that I don't know what to do with. While he's numb, his head is spinning with the terrible realization that Blue Star is dead. Same. Without her, the forest seemed different. Stranger than the day he'd ventured, it, ventured in as a kitty pet. Oh, this is like straight up actually going to make me emotional because... Rationally, Fireheart knew the dogs had scared away all the prey. But it seemed to him as if the whole forest was mourning her. She had sacrificed her last life for him and for her clan. Mistyfoot and Stonefur were helping him carry her home. Oh, I just remembered about... Okay, honestly, as sad as her death makes me, I am grateful she got, like, that. Her closure. Yeah, yeah. she got her closure. She deserves so much more than that, but at least she had that. Yeah, she got her closure back, she got her mind back oh, in the God. end. God, that literally kills me, though. Like, I know it's, like, poetic, you know, narrative, but at the same time, I feel like I'm just stabbing myself in the heart with a dagger. Yeah. Well, Fireheart had sent Greystrike the head to scout, and he reports that the dogs seem to be gone. But Fireheart wants to check the camp before the clan returns. I hope it rains Fire soon. That'd be nice. I don't want that, like, meat smell around anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, Fireheart tells them to wait at the top of the ravine while he takes a look in camp. Graystripe offers to come, but Stonefur tells him no. He thinks Fireheart needs to do this alone. Oh, my God. I hate that. I hate that line. Whenever people are like, I need to do this alone or you need to do this alone, it's always so sad. Well, all seemed quiet in camp, but he checks every den just to be sure. And he goes back to the cats waiting for him. Such a responsible dad. Now he's everybody's dad. He's everyone's dad. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine being like a, a kitty, uh, or I don't know, a kit, or like a apprentice, and having him be your leader? Like he's just so empathetic, but so stupid. Like, but you would, but you would, but like you know, if you're okay, you know how like when you're a kid, you don't realize your parents make mistakes. Yeah. And then at some point you'd, like, do, and it's, like, a crushing realization. Uh, sorry, that's not my point. But, like, there's so many people, not the adults who've, like, known him and known his stupid mistakes, but, like, there's so many little kids that are, like, looking at him and being, like, 
that's the coolest guy ever. Look at his red fur. Of course his name's Look how red. It's so red. Of course he'd be named after fire. <laughs> so he goes back to the cats waiting for him. Um, Graystripe was standing watch while Misty Foot and Stone for a groomed Blue Star's body. Fireheart sends Graystripe to Sunning Rocks to fetch the clan, and he tells him to tell them Blue Star is dead, but nothing more. Fireheart wants to explain everything when he sees them. They just need to know that it's safe to come home. <laughs> I don't want to cry on our podcast for a second time. <laughs> a third time? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, what was the second time? Blue Star? Oh, yeah. Or did you not? Did you not cry when Blue Star died? I don't. I don't think I did. I definitely have cried once. That was with Swiftpaw. I did during that. I think I might have. Got, I did get really upset. I think I was more angry when Blue Star died. But like I understood. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. This will actually kill me. <laughs> well, Graystripe agrees right away and bounds off. And Stonefur purrs in amusement. It's easy to see where Graystripe's loyalties lie. Um, this is a really weird thought, um, but I was just thinking, uh, you know how, uh, Fireheart has, like, three girlfriends and one boyfriend? He has two girlfriends. Right, two girlfriends and one boyfriend. So, it's, like, fire is Fireheart, air is Graystripe, because I just think, like, smoke. So, he's, like, (laughs) and then there's Sandstorm, she's Earth, of course, um, and I, sorry, sorry, uh... Spotted Leaf? Yeah, Spotted Leaf, um... I think you need to switch Spotted Leaf and Graystripe. Yeah. Because Graystripe's water, because he was in River Clan. He was in River Clan, so then Spotted Leaf, she will be... Is air. air. Because she's because a ghost. she only lives... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Mistyfoot agrees, because no cat really thought he would stay in River Clan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was loyal, okay? but, like, he was always, like, crying and being like, I love my kids, but I miss my boyfriend. And they're like, didn't you, like, love the daughter of our leader? Yeah, she was cool. I have two hands. Four paws. I have four paws. That's why Fireheart yeah. has three. Who's the last one for? How about it's a fist. Longtail? No, it's a fist for punching Tiger. <laughs> yes. It's for his frenemy. This is such a bad idea. We shouldn't record so late. (laughs) We usually record like midday and now we're doing it so late. But I want to record another episode after this. If I still feel this fresh and fun after 30 more minutes. (laughs) The three take Blue Star to her den. And Fireheart thanks them. Then asks if they would like to stay for Blue Star's burial ceremony. Stonefur looks surprised, thinking of what a generous offer for Fireheart to invite rival clan members to such a private affair. And he thanks Fireheart. It's literally their mom, though. I know they found out, like, two weeks ago, but, like, I I understand where Fireheart's coming from. Like, if Princess died, he'd be there. Oh, yeah. Oh, God! What? He wouldn't know if Princess died. He'd just show up and see, like, the little cat burial spot if they even gave her anything yeah that'd be sad all right let's move on i don't know why i'm making myself more sad (laughs) yeah i don't know so he thanks fireheart but tells them that they have duties in their own clan they should be getting back 
Mistyfoot thanks Fireheart and tells him that this means a lot to them, but his clan will think it's strange if they stay. They don't know Blue Star was their mother, did they? Enough with secrets. Let them. Uh, but I didn't want to like shame Blue Star's legacy. I get it. Well, Fireheart tells her that they don't, but Tiger Star overheard, so they need to prepare in case he decides to reveal it at the next gathering. Because that's just like a thing he would do. Because he's such a drama queen. Well, Mistyfoot and Stonefur exchange a glance, and Stonefur draws himself up defiantly. Let Tiger Star say what he likes. He'll tell RiverClan himself today. They aren't ashamed of their mother. She was a noble leader, and their father was a great deputy. Do you see my face right now? I... Yes, I do. And I also, the thought I had was after you said that, it was like, let him try. Leopard Star is 20 times meaner, and she is really good at comebacks. Like, ugh, I don't want Leopard Star to become an enemy. She's so cool. Mistyfoot agrees. No cat can argue that, even if they did come from different clans. And their courage and determination reminded Fireheart of their mother. And even through his pain, he was relieved that they had found it in their hearts to forgive her. And Stonefirst says he wishes they'd have known her better, and he tells Fireheart that he's lucky to have grown up in her clan and to have been her deputy. Can you imagine? Like... When they show, yeah. when he was like being picked up by, oh my god, I wonder like when she saw Graystripe and him fighting, if she like saw that and like saw something of her kids in there and was like, dang, I'm gonna adopt all the kids I can while I'm alive because I miss my kids so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, she does. Well, Mistyfoot asked tentatively if they could say goodbye to her alone, just for a few moments. You're actually killing me. You're actually killing me. <laughs> And of course, Fireheart tells them, and he leaves the den, leaving them to lay beside their mother and share tongues with her for the first time and the last time. Actually, this is the second time. Please <laughs> Yeah. It's sad. This is really sad. I honestly, without the prologue, it would be so hard to read this book. Like, I always really struggle. And I don't know if anyone else has run into this, but like, if you read a series... Where something bad has just happened in the ending of the last book and then you try to get into the next book and you're like well we buried all the bodies and we looked at our ruins of our lands and it's like oh my god yeah this one pretty much like it's, it just kind of starts out in bummer town besides the prologue <laughs> just a solid just a solid trip to bummerooney well fireheart hears the sound of a of cats approaching frostfur and speckletail creep into the clearing hesitating before continuing into camp. Brackenfur and Goldenflower follow with the same weariness. And Pain stabs at his heart as he sees his clanmates so afraid of their own home. Can you blame them? It's been on fire. No. It's been led by a woman with, let's just say, for a while had some unstable mentality. But she got it together. And now dogs? Like, Well, he's looking for Sandstorm. He loves her and needs to know she's unharmed. <gasps> All right. And that, folks, Cloud is a great time oh. to mention okay. our cat fact of the day. Because what do you need All to right. love? Yeah, some of you might say a certain combination of uh, chemicals in your brain, but lest we forget your heart. And here is Tangle Tongue's cat fact of the day. Uh, cats 
heart, and this is like a regular domestic cat, their heart beats nearly twice as fast as a human heartbeat. So that is about 110 or 140 beats a minute. Dang. Their hearts are working overtime. I used to think, like, I don't know, um, to all the cat owners out there, like, you'll have your cat, like, I don't know how many people's, like, cats come and cuddle with them when you're going to bed, but sometimes, like, my cat will come up to me, and she's purring, she seems very relaxed, but then, like, I'll touch her, and I can feel her heartbeat, and it's, like, going so wild. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> they just do that. They're little hummingbirds. So. That's just them. That's just how they do it. That's just how their bodies are. So, don't feel bad. Their hearts just are just going so very fast. Fast little hearts. Fast little hearts that are so full of love for Sandstorm. Yes. Speaking of love, Cloudtail comes in, carefully escorting Lost Face into camp. Oh. And then Cinder Pelt comes in, followed by Bramblepaw and Tawnypaw. The only way to make this better if there were more gay cats. Right. It's a li- like, as much as I love a parade of love... Like, if you paraded a bunch of heterosexual couples, like, past me, I'd be like, aww. But I would be kind of missing some gay As long as they're cats. (laughs) Otherwise, I don't want to see any of it. I don't want to. Don't show me. Heterosexual, homosexual, any sort of sexual, only if they're cats. Only if those cats are just, they love each other so much. Well, finally, he sees her. She's with Willow Pelt and her three young kits are blissfully unaware of any danger <laughs> you know when kids are stupid they think that you'll be <laughs> a good leader they just babies well fireheart runs to her and presses his face into her and sandstorm covers his ears with licks she was so worried for him she couldn't believe the size of those dogs she'd never been more scared in her life okay gross please tell me that sandstorm remains her like independent little self like i understand that they haven't seen each other but i don't want this to be every interaction no fireheart was just afraid she wasn't alive oh that's super fair i suppose she 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 ended up being part of the relay for life yeah she was (laughs) (laughs) relay for your life literally relay for your life yes Well, because Fireheart's like, I was scared too, and the whole time he was waiting, he kept thinking they might have caught her. Caught me? Sandstorm pushes away, and Fireheart thinks he may have offended her. But he (laughs) sees the sparkle in her eyes. She's like, I will literally beat you up. I'm so tough. No, she tells her that she was running for him, and for the clan, and it felt as if she had the speed of Star Clan. We can believe in God now! Remember, guys? <laughs> Remember God? Remember all of our dead ancestors? Our old leader's up there causing arguments. Remember? Remember, Grandma? I'm just Remember my dad? Imagine, okay, okay, I'm sorry, but I just realized. Blue Star's like, hey, guys, what up? I'm here. Welcome to Star Clan. And everyone's like, you've been yelling at us through your mind for the past month and a half. And she's like, yeah, we're... We're cool though, right? I made up for it. They're like, no, we're not cool. You've been a huge jerk. You declared war on us. And Jason's like, us. You came up to the shiny rock to scream at us. <laughs> you ran all the way to that shiny rock. It would have been very awkward. But then she sees Oakheart and she's like, never mind. Never mind. My man is here. Yep. 
I don't care about y'all. I get to be with my man and my baby. Oh, God. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. Stop reminding me of every depressing part of the series. I'm trying to be funny. Well, Sandstorm asked where Blue Star is. Graystripe hadn't told them. Graystripe? You had one job! Well, no, he didn't tell them where her body was. Oh, oh God, okay. And Fireheart tells her that Blue Star's in her den, and then adds that Mistyfoot and Stonefur are with her. And Sandstorm bristles with alarm, asking why RiverClan cats are in their camp. So you ever notice how they look, like, a lot like her? <laughs> you know how she they're basically carbon copies of Blue Star? And a lot like that old deputy from RiverClan? Well, put two and two together, Sandstorm, you're really smart. Well, Fireheart tells her that they helped Blue Star out of the river. Man, she's her mother. <laughs> also, she's their mom. Sandstorm froze, but Fireheart cuts, her, cuts off her question and presses his muzzle to hers. He'll tell her about it later. Don't you like? But right now, he has to make sure the clan is okay. Baby, 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 baby. Don't think too hard. Just remember that I'm <laughs> handsome and that life is really complex. I don't want to interject, but I just had a thought because we're talking about yeah. siblings. Yeah. How wiggity wiggity wild would it be if Scourge is related to Fireheart? I wasn't going to tell you this yet, but he is. They share a father. Are you kidding? It has no relevance whatsoever in the book. I think it was added after the fact. But yes, they are okay, related. No, I was, They're half-brothers. Because okay, since I mentioned Princess, I was thinking, I'm like, man, Princess doesn't look anything like Fireheart. Because that's pretty common. Like, cat siblings don't always look like. Like, the two cats I'm mm-hmm. babysitting right now, one looks like a tortoiseshell and one looks almost close to a calico. But, like, they're sisters. Because, mm-hmm. like, cat siblings don't look the same. They can look straight up opposite depending on what their parents are yeah like. and i was like man it would be okay so they're this it's the same dad yeah what is Jake. in that dad's dna that he made someone as good and holy as princess someone as confused and stupid as fireheart and someone as i don't really know what to think of him yet because we met him for two seconds but he's very tiny scourge Scourge. What a bad dad. Why doesn't he raise his kids? <laughs> we have uh we'll have a we have a Scourge origin uh comic book to look into eventually. I feel like Scourge for me is gonna become like the same as Leopard Star, where I'm just like a uh I feel like my favorite character right now, based on nothing besides like what I like in characters, is Scourge. Mm-hmm. For no reason. <laughs> um uh golden flower and our dear and beloved leopard star this is him by the way oh what a- i just showed her the manga cover what what a nerd i want to shove him in a locker that little that little bony <laughs> necklace isn't fooling anyone he literally looks like every goth kid you knew in middle school and you're like i'm gonna beat you up i wasn't a bully during middle school i was bullied but like if i could oh yeah same it's funny because like in in like middle school when people first met me um people like thought i was gonna be like a jock bully but then i opened my mouth they're like oh that's an idiot nerd (laughs) (laughs) i can't help that i look rough this is broad shoulders. They command. It's the, it, it, honest command to God, it, it is the broad shoulders. They really fool people. They're like, oh, she does shot put? 
oh no, she's an idiot. <laughs> she's the captain of the space oh, no. team. She's a theater. I'm sorry. Let's actually talk about cats. All right. The rest of the clan had gathered in a ragged circle around them. Fireheart sees Ashpaw and Fernpaw and tells them well done. They were very brave. And he tells them that he's proud of them. And their mother would be too. Because remember, their mother died. God, right. Because we can't kill any more women. Like, how many more women can we kill? Probably a few. Probably a few. We'll see. Ugh. Well, Ashpaw admits he was terrified. If he had known what the dog looked like, he wouldn't have dared. <laughs> it was super scary, man. I'm over real. Dustbelt says that they were all scared, and he gives Fernpaw a gentle lick and adds that he's never run so fast in his life and tells them that they both did brilliantly. Good boys. And he praises them equally. But Fireheart can see the warmth in his gaze is all for Fernpaw. His affection is no secret. Wait. Are they the same age, or are they, like, talking more of, like, a apprentice to a warrior? No, definitely not. And as far as age goes, I actually don't think it's that bad. Um, How far apart remember? are they? Like, a moon or so? Um. I mean, I don't I don't know enough about these characters to be bad. Between, I'm just between 6 and 12 moons. Okay, so, between, like, one's, like, between, a little bit older. Yeah. Okay. Um. And, I mean, honestly, like, Fernpaw is, it should be the same as the same age around the, actually, her and Ashpaw are actually older than Cloudtail, I believe. Right, they're the ones who didn't, like, they should have been apprentices, but they weren't yet. No, that's, that's Thornpaw. Thornpaw is, like, as old as Brackenfur, who's been oh, no. a warrior for the past four books. Oh, or maybe three books, but, um... Sorry, I, I'm really bad at keeping the ages straight, yeah. so I, like, I... I don't think the authors are really that great either, but, um... You know what? It, I wouldn't... I, I feel like, I feel like it's... There's no creepy intent behind this, so I'm fine with it. No, this one doesn't come off as predatory or anything. Yeah. And I think it's... You know... Yeah. <laughs> So, moving on. Well, Fireheart tells Dustpelt that he did well too, and the clan <laughs> owes thanks to all of them. Dustpelt holds his gaze and gives him a little nod. What's with the attitude, Dustpelt? Well, you know, Dustpelt's never been a fan. That's super valid, though. So. And look at. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Is Darkstripe there? Can we beat the crap out of Darkstripe? Yeah, yeah, we can mourn our dead leader in a second, but can we first, like, all, like, have a wailing on Darkstripe? I forgot about how mad well, I was on him. Spoiler spoiler alert, we'll get a bit of a verbal beatdown on Darkstripe in a bit. He deserves it. More than Longtail. Longtail has proven that he is loyal to ThunderClan because he's, like... Yeah, no, Longtail's fine. Ugh, I appreciate... I appreciate Longtail's, like... Wait, the guy I believed in is terrible. <laughs> I love yeah. my family. Fireheart sees Cloudtail guiding Lostface and stops by them, and he asks Lostface if she's okay. She says she's fine, but asks if he's sure none of the dogs got this far. That's a valid Fireheart question. Fireheart assures her. Well, he checked the whole camp himself. I looked in every little nook and cranny, but I did not yet. You know, the, the nursery, how we always have to build a hole in it for convenient plot purposes? <laughs> I did not check that hole. Might want to double check that hole. Yeah. Well, Cloudtail tells him that she was very brave at Sunning Rocks. She helped him keep watch from a tree. 
and Lost Face brightens. She may not see as well, but she can still listen and scent. So I guess even though her ear's gone, her hearing isn't too damaged. Well, I would imagine. I imagine it, like, kind of affects her hearing, like, makes it a little harder. Because, like, yeah. the main thing about those, like, it's the same way with dogs' ears. Like, yeah, it's the cupping. It's the cupping. Yeah, or if so, you cup your own ears. Like, because she still has the ear hole. Like, she didn't, like... Yeah. So I imagine... But it's harder for her to pinpoint. It's, yeah, it's probably harder to tell her from, like, left from right. Um, yeah. And I was just thinking... um, this is kind of out of left field, but does Longtail have a mate or anyone? No. No. He's too hung up on no one. Fireheart. <laughs> Valid. He's like, this nick in my ear is the only thing I have. <laughs> Fireheart tells Lost Face, well done. And to Cloudtail, he tells him he was right to rely on him. And he's like, as soon as I become leader... I am going to rename you because we can all agree that Lost Face is a terrible name. Lost Face is a terrible it's name. Such a bad name. Such a bad name. Cinderpelt limps up. She says they all did well. That's there my was girl. No well, not even when they heard the pack howling, and everyone was okay. The only injury was Mousefur, who had a torn claw when she was running. You know what? That's super valid. <laughs> Like she was running, and she takes mouse fur away to tend to her. She was paw. running so hard that she accidentally ripped a nail. That's okay. I that yes. like honestly, if anything, that shows she was like, no, no, not today. I'm running so hard, I do not give a crap. Yes, mouse fur knew what she was doing. I imagine mouse fur didn't even notice until they like stopped later and was like, oh, my hands like super bloody. <laughs> White storm is beside him. Fireheart asks if he can have a word. Whitestorm says he's sorry, his eyes full of anguish. He asked him to take care of Blue Star, but she slipped away from Sunning Rocks before he'd realized. No, Whitestorm. It's his no, fault she's no, dead. No, 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 baby, 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 baby. I know you're an adult cat, but shh. Shh. Nothing. Well, for the first time, Fireheart notices how exhausted he looks. No. And he looked a hundred seasons older than the cat who had left camp this morning. Well, like, can you blame him? He's like, I, oh, no, I didn't think about, I thought about so much stuff, but I did not think about how this would affect White Storm. Well, Fireheart insists that that's ridiculous. Even if he had noticed, what could he have done? She was his leader. Like, he couldn't have made her stay. Leader's word is law. Does White Storm have a boyfriend? Um, he deserves a good boyfriend. There's there's some pretty there's one or two good uh, animation uh, some animation maps about uh, White Storm and Tiger Star because they grew up together. I'm sorry, everyone have better taste. Like a like a one sided oh, like from kind Tiger of, more Star's of a point of view. No, from White Storm, and then kind of seeing him go off and do bad things. And okay, I guess I can see. I you know, can, not obviously like mooning over him, but just being kind of like, oh, bummer. I can see the appeal in that. But does White Storm ever have like a mate? Yeah, yeah. He's a uh, Willow Pelt oh. who has the three young kits right now. I always and forget. online on the family tree, they have him also as Ashpaw and Fernpaw's dad. Although I don't know about that. He's just a very strong bisexual man. <laughs> he he's not their real dad he's their ab adoptive dad because he just looked at them all he was like you know what these are all my kids now yes i will take them all i will take them all please because i have a lot of emotional trauma that we're never going to address probably 
Well, he says he should have done something. And Fireheart tells him that he did everything. He did. He stayed with the clan and kept them safe. He did. Blue Star made her own decision in the end. Yeah. It was the will of Star Clan she died to save them. He's already doing such a good job as a leader. And White Storm nods, troubled, and says even though she had lost all faith in Star Clan, Fireheart is aware of the secret that they shared that Blue Star's mind had started to give away. Right, right, because they were. But was it really a secret? Was it really? Because she basically. Secret, but she did outright declared yeah, war. Yeah, near on the them. end, it like, kind of stopped being a secret. But like, I get what they mean. Where they're like together at first, they were the only two that knew, and they were the only two that were like yeah. actively caring for her. So maybe let's interpret it as like the secret. Yes, that was revealed. Unfortunately, I mean. Maybe not, unfortunately, because how can you hide someone's mental anguish? Well, no, Fireheart tells him. She had made her peace with StarClan before she died. She knew what she was doing and why. Her mind was clear again and her faith was strong. And joy shines through the pain in Whitestorm's eyes and he bows his head. And Fireheart realizes how devastating Bluestar's death must be to him. They had been friends throughout a long life. But... This isn't established then, but in Blue Star's prophecy, it is established that he's actually her nephew. Right, I understand so. that he's his, their like their sibling, their their nephew and aunt. But I am glad that in the books, before that was established, I'm assuming before, like yeah. their friendship was acknowledged because you don't see well, that a lot. You don't see friendship between men and women acknowledged a lot. Yes, and that's nice. That and it wasn't, it and, and I I love their relationship. Because if you take away the part that they're related, it was never romantic. Yeah, they never definitely. They never led you on to think that this was a romantic relationship. He was just a dude who very much was... Which is why the nephew thing worked in the prequel. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, they were, like, the only family both of them had left in the clan. They both so. knew about, like, how everything was before, and now they're in this scary new world, but unfortunately, White Storm's alone. Well, the rest of the cats had gathered. Brackenfur asks Fireheart if it's true that Blue Star is dead. And Fireheart nods. She died saving him. She died saving them all. And he tells them about how Tigerstar was waiting for him and held him down for the pack leader to kill him. And then she threw herself on the dock and they both went over. You guys know Tigerstar? That piece of poop that's just been a thorn in our side and doing all this terrible stuff. He's continued to do terrible things, but your leader... Is the best woman ever. The best. The best. And I love her so much. Well, Frostfur asks what happened then. <gasps> Fireheart says he went after her, but couldn't save her. Mistyfoot and Stonefur had helped, but it was too late. Her ninth life was over. She left us to join Star Clan. And it was a little awkward at first, but don't worry. She figured it out. It was good. A yowl of grief can be heard, and many of these cats hadn't been born before Blue Star had become leader. Although I do think everyone, well, maybe at Mousefur, I think Mousefur might be the oldest of cats. Right, who there are maybe... some elders there who probably. Yeah, and I mean, Goldenflower was remembered. Pine Star as a leader. She was born when Pine Star was a leader Pine and Star. Sun Star. Sun Star. <laughs> Okay, I'm just thinking about it, but is Goldenflower almost to retirement age? Like, I've always thought of her as a mature woman, um, but... It's so hard to tell, because they don't do ages the same throughout. Oh, okay. Um, but 
she's getting i believe when we start the next series she retires so i think she has a few more seasons left in her but for her yeah well fireheart raises his voice fighting to keep it steady and he tells them that blue star isn't gone she's already watching them from star clan her spirit is with them now and speckletail said she'd like to see blue star now is she in her den Frostfur's like, I'll come too. An alarm shoots through Fireheart. He'd hoped to give Mistyfoot and Stonefur as much time as possible. But realized that also no other cats know the truth. Wait, he began. Oh, hang on. But it was too late. Hey guys. Oh no, God. Fireheart, he can't stop the awkwardness. They were at the den entrance. Frostfur snarls. What are you doing here? Oh my God. Speckletail spins around and says that there are two River Clan cats mauling their leader's body. No. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, Fireheart's like, no, no, they are not. <laughs> they have a right to be here. And the rest of the clan gathers anxiously around them. So around him. Funny story. It's actually not funny at all. But Cloudtail yowled a challenge. Snarls were breaking out around him. Keep back, Fireheart ordered. And he tries to tell them it's all right. Darkstripe says that he knew they were there and he let enemy cats into their leader's den. All right, everybody has to stop questioning me because technically in a moon or so, I'm going to be leader. In a moon? You mean in a day? I, sorry, I was thinking of a moon setting and rising, but yeah, in a day. Wrong. Fireheart repeats that they pulled her out of the river. Darkstripe says... How could how, how do they know he's telling the truth? Why would River Clan cats help Thunder Clan? Fireheart's like, remember the fire. <laughs> remember that bad thing? Okay, mouse fur. I was like, I had must fur, and I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs> Who's the smelly um, cat? <laughs> mouse fur says that's true, but it still isn't an excuse to leave them alone with Blue Star's body. So she asks again. What are they doing if here? If you all would give me, like, literally two seconds. Well, Stonefur speaks. And he says they were giving honor to Blue Star. And Mistyfoot says they just wanted to say goodbye to her. And Mouseford demands to know why. And Mistyfoot says, she was our mother. No. Silence fell. The clan stares at Fireheart. Hostile. <laughs> shocked. Sandstorm looked dismayed. She guessed Fireheart didn't want them to find out like this. Yeah, of, like, all the choices, this is probably, like, choice 9 out of 10. Well, Speckletail doesn't believe it. Bluestar would never allowed her kits to be raised in another clan. So, like, here's this thing. But Stonefur says, believe it or not, it's true. And Fireheart says, he'll handle this. Um, He and Mistyfoot should probably go. So <laughs> the two right, River Clan cats leave camp. How awkward. And Fireheart calls after them that the thanks of the clan goes with them. And Fireheart wishes he could run from his new responsibilities. But it's better that the clan hear it from him now instead of from Tigerstar at the next gathering. So Fireheart hops to the high rock and his clan is already gathered. Fear, scent, and confusion in the air. Fireheart tells them that it's true. Bluestar is their mother. Oakheart was their father and she gave them to him to raise in his clan. So Frostfur snarls at him. How does he know? Blue Star never would have done that. Those River Clan cats are lying. And Fireheart tells her that Blue Star told him herself. And Frostfur meets his gaze with fury, but she didn't accuse him of lying. And then she hisses. Is he telling them she's a traitor? Whitestorm stands. 
eyes wide in shock, but voice steady as he tells her Blue Star was always loyal to her clan. And Darkstripe asks that if she's so loyal, why did she let a cat from another clan father her kits? And Fireheart just said, things happen. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I'm glad that we're laying down some truce. So he tells them that Blue Star would have brought them up in ThunderClan, but then Smallear interrupts him. He remembers those kits. They disappeared from the nursery. They figured a fox had gotten them. Okay. Blue Star was distraught. Is Fireheart saying that it was all a lie? No, she was like sad for other reasons. <laughs> well, no, Fireheart says. Blue Star was devastated, but she had to give them up to be deputy. Dustpelt looks puzzled, not angry. But is Fireheart telling them that her ambition meant more to her than her kits? What? No, Fireheart tells him. The clan needed her. She put the clan first, just as she always did. And Whitestorm agrees, it's true. Nothing meant more to Blue Star than ThunderClan. And Fireheart tells them that Mistyfoot and Stonefur are proud of her courage, both then and now, as her clan should be. They struggle with it a little bit, but they got over it, so you all should too. Yeah. And the tension wasn't gone, but there were no more challenges, so... I feel like if anything, like, things make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like some empty spaces, some plot holes just got filled for people. <laughs> well, I mean, she was yeah, they were probably curious. really close to that Oakheart guy. And she was, like, really sad after he died. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Misty Kit and Stone Kit went missing from ThunderClan. And then six months later, a Misty Paw and a Stone Paw <laughs> from RiverClan show up. We are. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we are maybe not. The smartest clan, but we are Thunder Clan. A single voice raises from the hum of the crowd. Fireheart, Tawny Paw asks, Are you going to be our leader now? That's how it works. Darkstripe springs up. Darkstripe! Except a kitty pet as clan leader? Get out of here! He's lived are here! Are they mad? For so many years! He's literally lived here! You accepted him as an apprentice. You've accepted him as a warrior. You need to ex- He's deputy! You need to accept him as leader! Darkstripe, shut up! You are the most unloyal, unfaithful, and stupid cat I have ever met! If you ever say anything against Fireheart, who I support, despite all of his stupid decisions and bad handling of women and emotional conflict, I will literally find my way into this fake European forest and take you to the pound. So, we're <laughs> gonna imagine that that was Graystripe and Sandstorm's <gasps> shocked exclamations. And Whitestorm has to raise his voice to tell him that it's not a question. Fireheart is clan deputy. He succeeds Bluestar. That's all there is I'm to sorry, it. I'm sorry, that made me so mad. How dare Darkstripe? I know I'm still yelling, but like, are you not mad about this? How can you not be mad about that? But a kitty pet Darkstripe Shut! Stinking of two legs and their nests? Is that what they want as their leader? Fireheart struggles not to leap down and sink his claws into him. Valid. Well, Goldenflower stands and faces Darkstripe. And she tells him he's wrong. Fireheart has proved his loyalty to the clan a thousand times over. He's much more no loyal than my crappy husband who left me. No clanborn cat could have done more. And Fireheart's pretty surprised at like how she's defended him so determinedly since uh, her son makes him so uncomfortable. Wait, is he really surprised though? 
A little bit. He, I mean, you know, Goldenflower and him have, you know, there's been they have a very, kind of a little tension they there. They do have a tense relationship. But she does respect him. Yeah. I'll acknowledge that they do have a tense relationship. But he's, rather than giving into his impulses and his prejudices, he's, like, actively worked against them. Yes. And. Mostly. Mostly. He could probably try a little bit harder. Right. But he's slowly but surely baby steps. Isn't, isn't her kid one of his apprentices can the leader have an apprentice yeah yeah the leader blue fireheart was blue star's apprentice. oh i forgot about that it's been a, it's been five books yeah okay yeah oh, but honestly i'm not too surprised by this because like i'm i'm honestly not surprised of all people like i imagine she like dark stripe could say i like the color blue and she would scream for hours about how much red is better because <laughs> like of all the people who are closest to tiger star <laughs> these two and like still like he took let's not forget he took her kids she... we never heard exactly what that I was, was gonna ask what happened I'm like, on her I'm end like, sh- but yeah i hope she found out i hope like while they were all like hiding and uh waiting for the dog uh plot to be over i hope that that came out i don't know how it would come out but oh I hope no it this this happened a while ago so oh. this happened before the wind clan battle mm. so there was plenty of time in between there that she could have uh thrown down uh but but to Basically, my stance is I'm not surprised about her because she yeah. she sees that Fireheart is, he is loyal. He has every reason not to be, yeah. but he is. He's everything that Tiger Claws not. Exactly. And he actively, actions speak louder than words. And every act that he's taken, even the questionable ones, have been for the better of the clan. Yes. Brackenford also tells Fireheart not to listen to Greystripe. Because every cat here wants Fireheart as leader apart from him. He's obviously the best cat for the job. <laughs> and murmurs of agreement rise from the cats. And Fireheart's heart swells with gratitude. Cute. And Mousefur adds, who are they to go against Star Clan? The deputy always becomes clan leader. That's the tradition of the warrior code. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't know and what Grace- plan B would be. <laughs> and Graystripe hisses at Darkstripe, saying Fireheart seems to know the warrior code better than you do. <laughs> well, Fireheart gestures for silence and addresses the clan. He promises that he will spend the rest of his life striving to become the leader that ThunderClan deserves, and with StarClan's help, he will succeed. He looks to Sandstorm, and she looks so proud of him. As for you, Darkstripe, Fireheart, right? Staff, yeah, put him in prison. If he, if he doesn't like the thought of being led by a kitty pet, he can leave. Honestly, go, please go. Go to actually don't go to Wing Clan. They don't deserve you because they've been through enough. Don't go to River Clan because Leopard Star would literally just beat you up the second she saw you. Go to freaking Shadow Clan where you belong. Well, Darkstripe looks to him with pure hatred, and Fireheart realizes that if he had never come to the forest, Tiger Star would be leader, and Darkstripe would probably be his deputy. Oh my god. Oh my god, you're right. I mean, the book is yeah. right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Darkstripe would be great deputy material anyway. No, it probably would be Longtail. Because but... Longtail, if he's uninformed, he's loyal to a fault. Yeah. I feel like Longtail's a little bit um, smarter than Darkstripe. Yeah, me too. Or even, you know, Tiger Star might have picked Whitestorm as his deputy. Oh, Like I said, they true. grew up together. True, but, true, you know, true. And he's not... He wouldn't have been seen as a traitor. And, and Whitestorm, like, good of a, like, a cat as he is, 
he's a loyal warrior. So, like, if a leader told him to jump, he would be, like, how high? Mm-hmm. When you come out next, you should read this comic book I have. Okay. By, the name escapes me, but it's called Twin Shadows. And it's about if Fireheart never did go to the forest. And Tigerstar does end up becoming the leader of ThunderClan. It's a whole comic? Not just a fan fiction? Yeah. Dang, okay. Yeah. I'm just going to take a moment and say I appreciate the Warrior Cat fandom more than I've appreciated any other fandom. Because y'all really commit. You guys are like, you know what? We could Very extra. We could write an outline of this. But actually, we're going to make a whole comic. Every time, like, <laughs> Maureen sends me an MAP or a map to watch, I'm just like, this is amazing. I'm blown away by the creativity and, like, the genuine passion. So... Let's continue. I'm sorry. Anyway, he hadn't meant to provoke a public confrontation with Darkstripe. And part of him wished that he would take him up on that offer. But also, he kind of wants to keep his enemies apart. I'd love the opportunity so. to punch you. I would love it. But for now... Well, Darkstripe stares at him. Then whips around. <gasps> but not to the tunnel. To the warrior's den. I'm gonna go take a nap. <laughs> I hate you all. What is keeping him there, though, other than being a spy? I don't know. Like, he doesn't have a I mate. He doesn't really have a lot of friends because Longtail obviously doesn't hang out with him anymore. That actually makes me a little yeah. sad that they don't have that friendship or connection anymore. But, like, what is actually yeah. keeping him there? I don't know. Probably the spy thing. Probably, honestly, he probably has, a, like, a connection with, like, like Tiger Claw would probably, Tiger Star, excuse me, would probably be more mad if he showed up and was like, I'm part of your clan now. He's like, no, no, get back to Thunder Clan and spy on me. Spy for me. Spy for yeah, me. Sorry. <laughs> well, Fireheart tells the clan that they'll hold the morning rituals for Blue Star. But Cloudtail springs to his paws. Aren't they going to attack Shadow Clan? Doesn't Fireheart want revenge? This is not the time. <laughs> That's exactly what Fireheart does. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so Cloudtail asks that he's letting him get away with it? And Fireheart tells him that ShadowClan didn't kill Brindleface or lead the dogs to them. Tigerstar did. They don't even know if ShadowClan knew what their leader was planning. The only scent on those rabbits <sighs> was Tigerstar. Um, and Fireheart knew Tigerstar would have liked to wipe out ThunderClan, but his real motive for bringing the dogs was to destroy Fireheart. <laughs> uh, I mean... He's not saying this out loud. But his... sooner or later... Huh? I get it. I get it. His victim complex is a little high, but honestly, in this situation, I do think Tiger Claw, Tiger, I'm sorry, Tiger Star does want him dead because all this kid has done is messed everything up. Yeah. Ever since he showed up. And sooner or later, Fireheart knew he'd have to confront Tiger Star face to face in a battle that only one of them could survive. Oh, this is... And he prays that when the time comes, he has the strength and courage to rid the forest of him. This would be an amazing moment for a prophetic dream, uh, for their like <laughs> neither can neither can live while the other survives. For those of you who are just as much of Harry Potter fans as I was, kind of still am, but you know, have some problems with the author and her stances. Fireheart tells Cloudtail that Tigerstar will pay, but they have no quarrel with ShadowClan. Cloudtail settles back and mutters something to Lost It's face. just a bunch of losers. <laughs> Goldenflower had her tail wrapped protectively around her kits as if they were still so young. And when Fireheart announced that they weren't attacking ShadowClan, she visibly relaxed and her kits eased away from her. That would be hard because, like, 
she's not a queen right now. She is a warrior. I mean, yeah, and she just doesn't want them to have to face their father. No. I do kind of want a battle between her and Tiger Star. That would be that great. Was... Did you see that cool fan art we got on Twitter? I did. I loved it. Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Fizzy Thank Cola. Thank you, Fizzy Lizzie. Cola Lizzie. That was so cool. <laughs> so Bramblepaw looks to Fireheart, his eyes narrowed. Did Fireheart see hostility there? Probably not. <laughs> I'm just going to say probably not. Probably not, though. But they must pay their last respects to their leader. He sends Graystripe and Sandstorm to get her body, and they laid her body down in the clearing. Fireheart instructed Sandstorm to take out a hunting patrol and Mousefur to go check Snake Rocks on the Shadow Clan border once they had said goodbye. Cinderpelt looks to the sky and says the word to send Blue Star to Starclan. Oh. May she watch over them in death as she always did in oh. life. The rest of the clan shared tongues with Blue Star one last time. After most of the cats retreated, Brackenfur got up from Blue Star's body, and Fireheart tells him that he has a job for him. He wants him to keep an eye on Darkstripe. Please. If he so much as looks across the Shadow Clan border, he wants to know. Brackenfur looks alarmed. He'll do his best, but Darkstripe won't like it. No, I know Brackenfur, but listen. This is a really actually smart and political move that Fireheart is doing, and you need to follow up, my man. Well, Fireheart tells him that with any luck, he won't know. Don't be obvious, and ask Mousefur and Frostfur to help him. Brackenfur looks hesitant, but Fireheart tells him that Darkstripe may not have known about the dogs, but he knew Tigerstar was planning something. We can't trust him. And Brackenfur knows, but they can't watch him forever. <sighs> Keep your enemies Fireheart close. says it won't be forever. Just until he sees where his loyalties lie, one way or another. Brackenford nods and goes to the warrior's den. And with no other cats needing his attention, he returns to Blue Star's body. Cinderpelt was still at her head, and Whitestorm was beside her, head bowed in grief. Fireheart settles beside Blue Star, searching her face for signs of the leader he loved. Stop. But her eyes were closed, her spirits gone to race joyously through the sky with her warrior ancestors. The soft caress of her fur makes him feel like a kid again. And for a moment, he could almost forget the horror of her death and the loneliness of his new responsibilities. Receive her with honor, he prays silently as he, as he presses his nose into her fur, and help me keep her clan safe. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> he's so, so he's sad. such a good he's such a good cat. Like a, I, I, he's such a good boy. Like I feel I, I, I feel like I dunk on him a lot, but honestly, folks, like his heart's we so love I do because his heart is so good. He he mm -hmm. only ever wants like good things and like as as many enemies as he has like I just like the way that it says like it's like he I'm sorry the ki the kittens I'm watching are running around and jiggling um as many enemies as he has he just he never yes. he never like goes like oh I'm going to kill tiger star he's just like someday I know I'm going to have to come face to face with this guy yeah. It's not like he wants to go and like get revenge. He just knows that someday it yeah. will happen. And it's just like, guys, stop! 
we're trying to have an emotional moment oh, i'm like literally so close to tears and these two little kittens i'm house sitting for two cats um actually there's three cats three cats yeah the old lady myriad is upstairs being a respectful woman but the two kittens <laughs> the two younglings are literally running around being like why aren't you in bed we're gonna run around and jingle a lot i'm sorry <laughs> but like what i was saying is is as as much as um like i dunk on fireheart he really has his heart in the right place because he i something i appreciate a lot about him as a character is that he is willing to learn and like listen to other people you know he's not just mm-hmm. like this is the way i was taught so it, it's the way it must be he will go out and he'll talk to river clan he'll talk to uh wind clan and he'll honestly i think yes. he would even honestly give shadow clan a thought it'd be like i mean he'll talk to the medicine cats and be like what's actually going on how are you guys actually feeling about this because you saw that with him yes was it one whisker he spoke with little cloud little cloud he he sp- not little cloud sorry uh uh running nose he spoke with little cloud but running right. nose. he spoke with running nose and was like y'all good <laughs> And You're good. <laughs> you guys, are you guys being enslaved? Like, and that's something that he has that empathy that mm-hmm. you need in a good leader. And as much as I love... Now he doesn't have to break the warrior code anymore because his word is code. That is a little bit of a challenge, which is why I'm glad that Sandstorm is continuously questioning him. Because as much as she sometimes is like traditional to a fault... She does question him. Yeah, I think, I mean, we'll see going forward. How much of that stays. Um, past this series, uh, you know, there are a few cats who won't, you know, I mean, it's just their personality. Like, Mouseverse, something happens and she doesn't agree with it, she's going to speak up. You know what? That's good, though. No, it is. A good leader is someone who can be challenged and they listen. And I think that's the good thing about Fireheart. Mm-hmm. It's like, sometimes, yes, he is very stubborn, but he'll still listen. <laughs> and then he'll worry about yeah. it for 20 minutes. And then he'll be like, Graystripe, should I worry about this? And Graystripe's like, I don't know. And he goes to Cinderpelt and she's like, yes, yes you should. Dude. I, I, I'm, I'm sad as I am about the death of Blue Star, and don't get me wrong, I am very, very sad about this. I feel like Fireheart, as unprepared as he is, he is actually very well equipped right now to be the leader because yes, I think so too. He has, he has like the wisdom of Cinderpaw. Sorry, not Cinderpaw. Jesus, Pal. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> He has the wisdom of Cinderpelt and kind of like her weird, like, what? What are you thinking? And then he has the cynical, somewhat like, but traditional eye of Sandstorm. And then he has more of the optimistic, but sometimes a little goofy, like, eye of um, Graystripe. Mm-hmm. And he also has... And there's always White right, Storm. Right, I was about to say, White Storm. He also has White Storm. So he has... The ultimate moral the guide. The ultimate moral guide. Because White Storm... As loyal as he is, he's never been one to, like, shy away from being like, yeah, this feels weird. This feels bad, man. (laughs) So I think of any of the leaders, he, not of any of the leaders, but, like, I think he feels very underprepared, but he has, 
he's got a good strong support system right. and that's what matters right. and, and and he doesn't even realize like he has the support from people that he doesn't think he should have the support from golden flower long tail mm-hmm. long tail reached out to him dust pelt dust pelt like like mm-hmm. long tail reached out to him and was like yo i think something's really bad can you listen to me and i, I hope he takes advantage of that so that was the start of book six this is gonna be a long episode but you know what folks yes <laughs> We had a lot to say, and I had a lot of feelings, so I hope you guys are okay with that. There were a lot of feelings. And and, and, it, and it's a new book! The What do you think is going to happen, book oh, six? What are you looking forward to? I am, I am very fascinated, Just not just because like I am obsessed with Scourge, but I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see, like, because, okay, if you think about it, um, Tiger Star thinks that his plan worked. So what would he mm-hmm. if he, sorry, excuse my language, but what would if he had, oh my god, that so sounded bad. What would he have planned next? Like, if the dog thing had worked, and all of Thunder Clan yeah. was basically decimated, and he got his kids yeah. back, what would have been the next step? And how is it going to work now? I'm I'm really curious yep. about what sort of like weapon or tool or like thing that scourge has to provide that they can't get mm-hmm. that he learned from the rogues and like these city cats armored tanks armored tanks um that's the answer i'm also very excited to see um basically like the more spiritual side because fireheart has to go now and like become leader so i'm like yeah you get to see his nine lives i know i'm very hyped for that i'm super hyped for fireheart becoming the leader as sad as i am to see blue star go i'm very excited to usher in the beginning of firestar which feels really weird (laughs) to say right i'm not gonna be able to get used to it he is forever gonna take me a bit he's forever fireheart in my in my heart but like i'm I'm really interested to see the more spiritual side of this all because it's very fascinating to me, like sort of the rituals and whenever they connect. Because he's already had such a strong connection to mm-hmm. um, Star Clan. I'm really excited to see, like, sort of that acknowledgement come through when he becomes leader. Yeah. So that those are the things I'm excited for and also the things I'm curious about. As for predictions, bro, I don't even know because too early yeah it's really too early no problems outside of like whatever scourge has planned and whatever Mm -hmm. tiger star's reaction will be to his plan not working um and also possibly possibly how leopard star reacts to this weird Mm -hmm. like loyalty but not loyalty from her deputy yes so so i'm emberheart I'm Tangletongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that?